This is The Drive with A.D. and Raf on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. everybody we are back again this is the drive on 93.7 the ticket it is monday and for a lot of college football coaches today it will be probably their final day at their job i guess it's sort of like black monday for coaching yeah man it, there is gonna be and there are no sales no what from what we've seen so far you guys the coaching carousal which one surprises you the most Hmm, surprises me. I, you know, the one that surprises me the most is not the firing, it's the hiring. I just don't know if Elko to Texas A&M, I don't know if that's the the big I, name that they, I mean, I know he was their defense yeah. coordinator and they were successful, but he was seven and five this year. I mean, it's not like you went out. I thought, I thought the way well, Maurice Claret was blowing up Ryan Day at the end of the game, I thought maybe Texas A&M might luck into Ryan Day. You have to remember that, 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 mm. Duke lost their quarterback early in the season, Riley Leonard. Um, I was, oh, we were frozen. Um, I was caught off guard by, let's see if I unfreeze this. Uh, I was caught off guard by Mike Elko because, guys, that's a big job. Yeah. That's, that's a very big job. And Mike Elko is a grinded out. We're going to work hard. We're going to do the nitty gritty part you know, things that we need to do to get better. And I don't, that's not all Texas a and about. Texas a is about going to fundraisers, shaking hands, having people above you in the, in the boosters and the alumni that tell you what to do as the head coach. Yeah. And, and that's what turns a lot of people off uh, from that job is because you don't get to run the show, even yep. though you're the head coach making whatever 10 million a year. There's a lot of other things that go into it other than just playing and coaching football and when trying to win football games. Then you put the unreal expectations on top of that. It makes it very difficult for a guy that's only been a head coach two years at a Duke program where there's not a lot of expectations in terms of football. It's not Duke basketball. It's Duke football. Um, and I think it's even more awkward because you know that they probably swung and missed on a couple of guys. You know this one, and, and that's what's that's what's wild, is that they fired Jimbo thinking, hey, we're gonna take this long shot at Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's a former A and M Aggie himself says, no, I'm willing to help in other, any other way other than coaching. Mm-hmm. Right? Then we know Mike Stoops was going Mark. to be Mark. Excuse me, why do I keep saying Mike? Mark Stoops was going to get the job. <laughs> that he started telling people that he was going to get the job, that he was going to leave. Which is, I thought was odd he was telling people the that. The fan job. base then revolts, basically, <laughs> and the, up, the, the final board that needed to approve it was like, no, we're not doing this. The fan base doesn't want it. We don't want it. We're, we're, we're putting an X through it. So Mark is like, I'm not, I'm not going to coach anymore. I'm, I'm thrilled to stay at Kentucky. Yeah, sure you are. Hmm. Well, now it's like you heard Ryan Day was in, in contacts. I'm sure they had some other big names, maybe a Dabo, who knows, maybe Urban Meyer. Like, who knows other big names, but now they go all the way, not down, but to a to Mike Elko that, yeah, I think he's 16 and nine his last two years. Okay, that's fine. But 
it doesn't feel like an established yeah, it's guy. Not, it's not what I expected at Texas A&M, that's for sure. I thought it was. Like, the splash hires don't always work. Like, don't get me wrong. Jimbo was a splash hire, mm-hmm. like, and it didn't work out. Splash hires don't always work. You need the guys that will grind we it thought, out. We thought that right here. Right, exactly. <laughs> we thought that here. Exactly. <laughs> you, you, you need the guys that will grind it out and win football games. But if at Texas A&M and at some other universities, if they don't have the, the handshaking abilities, the fundraising abilities, the the ability to go out and basically shake hands and kiss babies and, mm-hmm. and, and generate revenue, then A&M is going to be a really tough job. Yeah. We know the football side of it will be okay. Yeah, it's the yeah. the other the other side that is eighty percent of the of the of the calendar year. What are you doing for the other eighty percent of the calendar year that you're not on the field coaching football? You know, if this is from the athletic, um, two decades ago the Aggies hired Alabama's coach. Sixteen years ago they hired a former NFL head coach. A dozen years ago they hired an up and coming up from the group of five. And six years ago they swung for the fences, hired a former national championship coach. We know that was Jimbo Fisher. Uh, this time, they made a sensible hire. This is by The Athletic, they said. Um, mm-hmm. He was the Aggies defense coordinator from 2018 to 2021. We knew that. Uh, he's going to be their head coach. So it's not like Elko has not been in this environment before, but it's a lot different being a head coach than an assistant coach. You know, because yeah. when, you, when, you're the, when you're the figurehead, uh, you, are taking the, uh, you are taking all the shots uh, as far as that goes. So it's, I, I just, like I said, I hope Elko is successful at this, but I tell you what, he had a, he had a great thing going at Duke. Um, granted, you had the Duke basketball team that covered a lot of um, um, a lot of the shine, if you want. But you know what? I, I don't blame a guy for saying, "Hey, I want to test. I want to test my um, uh, test my ability, my experience, my resources at a school that has the resources that shows they are willing to pay out obnoxious obnoxious mm-hmm. amounts of money." Uh, but with that comes a lot of pressure. That is for sure, and it's going to start uh, the first time he takes that press conference, take, 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 takes that podium. He's going to feel that because, as you both said. You know, there's other people in that organization that are going to make more decisions than you will. They'll have more influence than you will as the head coach. You know? Absolutely. So it's going to be – it'll be interesting there. I, I guess I say this, you guys. Do you think Duke stays within uh, as far as I mean, uh, finding a coach? Or do you think they go uh, totally just trying to find someone else? I don't know. I mean, they they went out they went out of the out of the program to find their last guy. Um, like, that's that's a job that I could see – Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sharon Moore taking. Mm. That's a job that, I mean, an up-and-coming guy, a, a Jeff Trailer from mm-hmm. UTSA taking. Mm. Um, Whose name has been mentioned a lot of other places, Yeah, too. yeah. Like, yeah. The, like the Jeff Trailer to A&M felt like a pretty big jump. Uh, but they liked it because he had a lot of Texas ties, understandably mm-hmm. so, being at UTSA. But I, I just think, like, it's it's fascinating to see up-and-coming coordinators and what's going to happen. Like, Northwestern locked it down. Yeah, they did. Because if yeah, they, they did it, smart. David Ron's going to Duke, right? Yeah. Like that, that's, that's the place. That would yeah. be the easy, easy one, right? Mm-hmm. Difficult academic standards. Yep. Difficult to get enrolled into or, you know, accepted, whatever you want to say. And football's not the main main priority. Yeah, right. That's sim very similar to Northwestern, and you're just not you're you're in a an ACC conference that's probably a little easier yeah. to compete in than the Big Ten. 
And you got, and you got to wait for you know the rest of the pieces to fall because like I said you know there's going to be more firings today I would assume yeah. so let let so, me, let me sorry go ahead Raf oh yeah no then I was just gonna say that these coaches you know you might not want to make a decision too quickly because there might be something else that opens up that hey let me let me for you let me tell you Michigan State got it right though Michigan State got it right with Jonathan Smith you know I think Michigan State definitely got a great coach yeah I look at. Jonathan Smith, so, but, and, and people are like, well, why did he leave Oregon State? He's, you know, he's from there, blah, blah, blah. Alumni, alumni et cetera, but they're, they're going to play in the Mountain West. Well, and that's the thing. And they don't um, need, and that's going to be, I think, a shaky, uh, shaky, uh, uh, conference for a while because yeah. it's still, there's still so many unknowns there. The thing I, mean, I go against, the thing about, I don't like about it is that, um, I'm really going to have eyes in the back of my head as I'm watching my administration, though, because the way they've handled previous things, um, you know, have just been, have been, I, I would say that they would make you scratch your head quite a bit. However, though, in his defense, they got a great hire. I mean, here's the thing. Jonathan Smith is a guy, he was hired for next to nothing in terms of coaches' salaries back in 2018. He was hired, he was a first-time head coach at Oregon State, led the Beavers to their first 10-win season, I believe, since 06. Um, got, I mean, formulated a really, really talented staff. And then now... Michigan State's going to give him a larger salary pool for his assistance than they gave Mel Tucker. <laughs> Think about that. Then mm. they gave their guy that they paid, what was it, $100 million for? 10 years, yeah. 100 mil for Mel Tucker. Was that his contract? Um, they're going to give a larger assistant pool to, to Jonathan Smith than they did for Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker's assistant pool was $7.5 mm. You're talking about knocking out any excuses or reasons to why you're not winning football games. And here's another big piece of it, guys. Jonathan Smith is is accustomed to being the little brother in a in a state. He's accustomed. Mm-hmm. As Oregon State, you're always playing little brother to Oregon. Always. Now, you go to the Big Ten, and you're going to be playing little brother to Michigan. Figure out how to win, win games as a little brother, and you're going to be just fine. Let's do some breaking news. We'll come back to that real quick. All right. Hold on. One really second. not that breaking. I think we all yeah. saw it coming. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I want to get it confirmed. <laughs> all right. There you go. Go ahead, Rafferty. I have no idea what you're oh, talking about. Okay. No, I'm done. You do it, AD. I'm proud of you. Panthers owner David Tepper announced he has fired Coach Frank Wright. Says right here, Corn Adam Schefter, there's the note that David Tepper, the, uh, the press release, he goes, I met with Coach Reich this morning and informed him that he will not continue as head coach of the Carolina Panthers. I want to thank Frank for his dedication and service, and we wish him well. Effective immediately, special teams coordinator Chris Tabor will serve as our interim head coach. Senior assistant Jim Caldwell will be a special advisor to the offensive coordinator, Thomas Brown, who will take over play-calling duties. I'll say it right now. Carolina needs to just... Not mess around and bring Jim Caldwell as your their boy. head coach. Your boy. And bring him in. He deserves it. He, he earned it when he was at Detroit. He deserves that position. You know Give where Carolina call. messed up? Not hiring Steve Wilkes. Yeah. That's that's where they messed up. Yeah. They, they allowed yeah. Steve Wilkes to go and be the defense coordinator yep. at San Francisco 49ers. Brought in David, uh, not David Wright, Frank Reich. And uh, got the number one pick. Unfortunately, it didn't got, work out. You've got a really good young quarterback there i know he's took a beating this year but you got bryce young there you've got jim caldwell in the organization already jim caldwell has worked with the peyton mannings i mean it's the matthew staffords the, the matthew staffords yeah well you got, I mean, he yeah. put him, he put him on the map the year he was there i mean you you have to make that call i don't know if 
Coach Caldwell, I don't know where he's at, you know, if wanting to be a head coach again, I, I, I know that as of last year, he still wanted to be a head coach. You make that hire. Get her done. Sanders agrees with you, Raph. He goes, just make Caldwell the head coach. Thomas Lincoln, I have no idea what's going on. It's, it's getting crazier, isn't it? Uh, David from says, I liked Harlan uh, uh, Barnett at Michigan State. Yeah, it, it's, uh, boy, it's just, it's just starting. It is just starting. Folks, we come back, we have some mystery, but also got more Husker talk. A lot of coach. I mean, it's, it's nuts. The coaching carousal is, it, it's going. Yeah, I think UCLA might even really lose yes. a coach. Yes, you think about it. UCLA, Houston's going to need a co- new coach that's coming up now. Uh, there's a number of vacancies that are open right now, man. Baylor, Dave Aranda, I didn't know if he was going to survive. Yeah, well, so and he survived. It, yeah, it's when we're fascinating here. with Dave Aranda because he needed to present a plan to the AD with significant changes, is what the report said, uh, in order to keep his job. He's planning to fire both offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator down in Waco. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, you're talking about cleaning house and yeah. Dave Aranda. I believe they they won the Sugar Bowl. Uh, one of his first couple yeah. of seasons yeah. at, at Baylor. Um, that, that's a guy that just hasn't been able to do it since then, but Absolutely. really, really good as a coordinator. Yeah. Might I add, really, really good as a <laughs> really good defense coordinator. Just in case. Interesting. Just in <laughs> case. Very interesting. But. Folks, we'll be right back. It's the drive. 93.7 to take. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.